Hello and welcome to Hanging Out with Hangar 9, the best and official London Spitfire and British Hurricane fan podcast. I'm Squiddy. And I'm Kiwi. And we start this week with kind of some bad, sad news, really, with OGN shutting down. And for those of you who don't know who OGN are, they brought us the Apex tournaments in Korea. And the lifeblood, I would say, of the, the storylines created within these tournaments will transcend the Overwatch community for such long time with teams like Element Mystic, who we've talked about before on the podcast, Lunatic High, Runaway, O2 Blast. Their reach into over- competitive Overwatch is legendary. And it, yeah, it's a sad moment to see them close down. Yeah, it's a little bit of an end of an era. Um, I have no doubt in my mind that the ongoing crisis hasn't helped. Um, but we don't know a lot about it. It could be various things behind the scenes as well. All we can do at this point is thank them for everything that they've contributed to the Overwatch scene. Yeah, definitely. The memories made in that tournament are going to stay for many people for a long, long time. Many players as well, I imagine it'll stay with. that. Some players have had some absolutely incredible runs within the Apex tournaments, thanks to OGN. Um, and speaking of incredible runs, this season, yeah. British Hurricane Scuddy. British Hurricane were on a fantastic run of results. They were one map away, one match away even, for going an entire season, an entire year undefeated. Uh, and then, for those of you who are watching, uh, in the winner's final, so the one just before the grand final, they reverse swept Obey Alliance in one of the most insane games I've ever seen. This team has so much quality in them. And then it came to the grand final, the match that decided they were undefeated for the entire season or not. And unfortunately, they lost 3-0 to Obey Alliance. I mean, they put up a fight. So at least he went down swinging. But even without this game, to go pretty much an entire season unbeaten is absolutely insane and if you're obey alliance what a way to end a season by taking down the giants oh definitely if you're a uh, credit to obey alliance they absolutely outplayed hurricane in that game their dps just popped off like i i've never seen it in a, in a contenders game to be that good that consistent so aggressive it was annoying to watch as a hurricane fan but overall obey alliance without a doubt deserve that victory um but and for hurricane i know people i know i saw people i'm not sure joking or not it's the internet um saying oh hurricaners are washed oh what a bad team this one bad one loss does not make a bad team this is still the one of the greatest ever contenders teams we will we have seen and possibly will ever see they have been absolutely been dominant this entire season and in my opinion Having this loss now is actually good for the side going into Gauntlet uh, in December. Yeah, it, I feel like as Hurricane fans, we can go into any upcoming games uh, in the Gauntlet and in next season, being able to breathe a little easier, um, not having yeah. that pressure and that weight. Because I feel with the age of the internet, you've always got that, the, the bigger you are, the harder you fall. 
Yes, and definitely. the more wins we racked up, the the heavier that pressure fell. And we're not players, so <laughs> there's absolutely nothing we can do about it. So I can only imagine how they felt. But yeah, I, I feel like this gives us a nice fresh start. Without a doubt. Yeah, absolutely. And I think for Gauntlet, they're coming in, as you say, without that pressure of having to sustain this unbeaten win streak, which means they can go in new mindset maybe a slight reality check as well as thinking they're not gods even though they got quite close um they can be defeated and yeah it, it what makes a great team is how a team bounces back from a loss and with this hurricane side i i, I look forward to good things yeah and um in the vein of looking forward to good things Philadelphia Fusion have done it again. They've stolen. They have stolen from Spitfire. The the Twitter <laughs> gods had said so. The follows were in the right order. But unfortunately, Shockwave, instead of going to Spitfire, which we thought, because he was following the right people, has gone to the Philly Fusion. Which Yeah, we've been trolled, man. It, it rubs a bit more as well, because it's the Fusion. They're, they're like the Spitfire's rivals. Yeah, well, whenever you think one. about that, just think about how we wiped them in the season one finals. True, but then they've beat us ever since. It doesn't matter. Just, just remember that one <laughs> moment. Just stay in that little bubble, it's fine. Yeah, it's... It's, it's not great. It's not great for Spitfire fans, but for Fusion fans, absolutely. What a pickup. I mean... So many people have talked about the talent in, in this lad. I'm going to use the, the slang there. Um, <laughs> I think working with Carpe next season could... Philly, they've got such a good... Such a it good could line. be huge. It yes. could be absolutely huge. But at the same time, there is another player who is currently looking for team. And whatever team, in my opinion, pick him up. This is going to be massive. It is, of course, the London Spitfire's own or previous own of Sanguinar. Yeah, Sanguinar, the boop god, as I, I shall call him, absolutely deserves to play an hour next season. Him and Glister as well. I think Glister was uh, released uh, this week. Yeah, both, definitely. Both those players deserve an owl slot next season. They have so much talent. Were some of the shining lights amongst the team. Uh, yeah, they should, without a doubt, be picked up. Well, keep your eyes filled because teams have been busy. So on top of Shockwave to the Philadelphia Fusion, Molly has been picked up by Shanghai. They just go strength to the strength at the moment. Shanghai are one of the greatest examples of a team right now. How transparent they are with their AMAs that they are posting on Twitter. The talent that they're recruiting... Yeah, they've lost Fearless, but Shanghai is still going to be a team to be scared of next season. Yeah, Shanghai definitely scare me. I think they scare me more than the San Francisco Shock. Um, but at the moment, I've got a bit of a bone to pick with the San Francisco yes. Shock. I think many Overwatch fans have a bone to pick because they 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 just... I, it's not April Fool's. We're nowhere near April. I know 2020 has been a hell of a year and any, like, the, it, it's felt like an eternity, but we're not near April. Let's not play pranks. Please, San Francisco, or any Overwatch team, 
please don't play <laughs> pranks on us. So if nobody knows what on earth we are talking about right now, <laughs> if you live under a, a digital rock, um, San Francisco Shark posted what I can only call clickbait on their Twitter with a post that made it look like they dropped Striker, Smurf, and Troy Hobin. And if this was real, San Francisco Shock fans, with the departure of Moth earlier in the offseason as well, just game over, man. But what made it so believable? The fact yeah. Moth has gone. You're like, you saw this and went, no, like... No way. No, yeah. <laughs> but do not panic, Shock fans. <laughs> Your gone. gods have re-signed. And they are now confirmed, all three of them, for the 2021 season. The big pickups for me, though, because y- you know I'm not the biggest Shock fan, let's be honest. <laughs> the big pickups for me this offseason so far have been Washington. Yeah, Washington have been absolutely incredible, uh, picking up uh, Rhea of the Hongjo Spark, but then former Spitfire boys with Fury and Closer, which we're, we're always excited to see... Uh, kind of Spitfire's uh, old players still showing that they are at Overwatch League level. Um, it, Washington are going to be an absolutely incredible team. I think they might beat Dallas next I year. I really hope they deliver. I hope it's not one of them where they just form a roster of stacked players but have absolutely no gel between them whatsoever. But I think looking at some of these having played together, I think it looks really promising for Washington. And because you know us hanging nine folks love a good party happy birthday fury yeah as a recording on wednesday the 25th of november uh it is fury's birthday which is uh, yeah just happy birthday fury <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! let's get the, the proverbial party popper pop it toronto as well toronto having a little party over at their end they've picked up some big pickups yeah, they're, they're becoming like Philly version 2.0, essentially, with Sardo and Hisu going over. But with Michelle moving over to this Toronto side, all I can question is why they've kept Beast and Logix. Because it seems like they're going for a, uh, <laughs> a Korean roster. Just because I haven't kept the closest eye on Toronto this year. Um, so yeah, a little slap on the wrist for me. But have Beast and Logics officially re-signed for 2021? Yes. Then I am absolutely baffled. <laughs> and I have I'm, no I'm, idea. I am like 90% confident that they have re-signed. Yeah, Logics did, because everyone had gone, but he was still there. And then they re-signed Beast. So the fact that they have two and like Western players, and then they've signed three... Um asian players they must be going mixed roster and i mean i think sardo's english must be pretty good and he's too because philly had a very mixed roster in general yeah well philly was a mixture of what korean american and french (laughs) english as well boombox oh yeah how could i forget but and yeah, Chipsa. I don't know what on earth they're doing. Like, who could forget Chipsa? I don't know what they're doing, to be honest. They're either going mixed or, and I really hope what I say now is wrong, Um, but it's a case of we have them so you can't. Because a lot no, of teams Toronto, are going Toronto don't, don't have that EU, much money. They? 
Toronto don't have that much money uh, to be spending on players that they're not going to be using. They're, they're not, not Scrooge like McDuckin. They're not Philly. They're not Dallas. <laughs> they don't have big sugar daddies behind them. <laughs> Good uh, to see that corn. They're they're going to need to use these players, so it must be a mixed roster, I think. Um, but yeah, Toronto, anything can happen. I mean, they are good pickups. Sardo has been one of the main tanks of the season. Let's be honest. Varsi massively improved from season two, where Breath of Wind would knock him over. So, <laughs> Ooh, harsh. It's the truth. Um, getting a little cheeky on uh, on Sardo there, aren't you? But. You don't win the award this week for cheekiest player, I'm afraid. Damn it. Well, no. player. That's a <laughs> I didn't want to say boy, it makes it sound weird, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But yes, that award this week goes to Dante from the Houston Outlaws. Do you want to know what he's done this time? What has he done this time? The cheeky rascal. Yes, he has... Not inadvertently, I feel he did it on purpose, but a day before it was officially announced by the Houston Outlaws, um, he gave a little cryptic tweet which gave away the fact that Houston have just signed Happy. Yeah, I think Houston, they get, they, we thought this last year, they had such a, be like, oh, these pickups are going to do really well for Houston. Didn't work out. Um I'll just say it's a good signing. Let's see anything more that Houston can bring. And with that, they do with Crimzo being added as well. Both of them go Crimzo and Happy to Houston. Like at uh, this point, I don't even care how they they do in general next season. I just want that. I just want them to beat Dallas in the battle yeah. of Texas. It's like every single time either Houston or Dallas pick up a new player. All I can think of is, well, this is another reason for me to watch the Battle of Texas. <laughs> Battle of Texas is absolutely amazing. <laughs> That's uh, what we uh, live for. Yeah, it's what we live for. Uh, it was, yeah, who knows about Houston this season? Anything can happen. It's 2020 still, you know. Yeah, <laughs> anything that we, yeah, I, don't, I can't even. I don't even bait know. 2020, dude. Do not bait 2020. We'll end up with like aliens or a giant Cthulhu. Please don't do it. Anything can happen in 2020. And that is more than true for Suman Su, who beginning this season was very comfortably on Vancouver Titans. Probably one of the better players as well. Did very well for them. Then Vancouver imploded essentially. And was without a team, but it's finally been picked up by the Hongzhou Spark, which uh, Cam, as our editor, has put in the brackets on our notes. Fuck it, good pickup. <laughs> yeah, like Cam does not care. He is holding absolutely nothing back with this one. Um, so yeah, if if you feel that Cam's opinion on this is wrong, <laughs> please feel free to tell us in the comment section down below. But I'm pretty sure you'd agree with me, Squiddy, that Cam is correct on this one. It's always nice to see somebody bounce back from uh, what we can only call a, a team disaster. Without a doubt. Suminsu, I think, has one of the best meme accounts for the Overwatch League as well. Um, for <laughs> uh, that song created. But also, a great talent. And yeah, without a doubt, Spark have got a massive pickup there. I can replace Rio as well. So yeah, yeah, maybe. It depends what the meta is for next uh for next year definitely, but yeah, without doubt Spark have done good there. 
I am super excited to see what he's going to do when um, season four starts and what he'll bring to uh, to the Hangzhou Spark. They're quite an exciting team to watch anyway. So, so yeah, bring on next season, which we now know will be starting in springtime. Rumours have it April. Yeah, March, April. It's going to be a slightly delayed start without a doubt, but, but that makes sense because of how late this year run with COVID and having to readjust everything going to this new tournament tournament format, which thankfully, for Lemon's sake as well, the structural integrity of the league will be sustained as they will be really just focusing on these monthly tournaments throughout the entire season. And I, I actually look forward to them. I think that's going to be that's a great decision by the league. Yeah, I feel like it makes it a bit more exciting to watch. You've only got to look to other sports to kind of back that up. Like, just take football. Um, For any American listeners, that would be soccer. I'm sorry. Um, But yeah, just take like the Premier League. Do you not find that the most important parts of it, apart from like the, the last couple of games, if it's if it's a close season, are the the different tournaments like the Champions League or the FA Cup and things like that things that are just that immediate explosion of something new and something exciting without a doubt I think I think we, we even saw it this year with some of the amazing tournaments that were had and like how Paris went on this amazing run and won and then shock as well Washington as well it's it it, it it gives itself to allow for exciting storylines to be naturally created within the season, as well as having a larger impact on the overall season as it is. So I'm very happy with these monthly tournaments. They also said that they are going to be using a very similar two-region um, structure. So you have the APAC region and the NA region to begin with. We, But it's not confirmed as to what teams are going to be in which region right now and we were discussing beforehand and i personally would like to see spitfire in the na region yeah i think keep it fresh mix it up a little bit let them play i know it's going to be a whole new roster but let them play teams that we haven't seen them play so we've seen them play all the apac teams and one or two na teams at the beginning of uh, this season just gone but we didn't really get to see the majority of the teams in action. And that was disappointing. Granted, it couldn't be helped. Um, but for me, I would love to see like Spitfire Paris. That is a, that is a game I would absolutely love to watch. So yeah. you'd think with the shift to um, an EU and Western roster and coaching staff as well, it would make 100% sense to put them in the NA bracket or for them to choose to be in the NA bracket. So I think we, I heard the uh, the YouTube comments groaning when we said that it was going to be a, a two-region um, season again. But don't worry, this doesn't mean we're going to have the exact same things. It doesn't mean it's going to be boring. We don't know what teams are going to end up in which. We could have a more even numbers split as well. Like If you remember this season... The amount of teams in each region was very, very unbalanced. Yeah, definitely. I think that that's my one of my largest concerns with it beforehand was that they weren't even at all. And London in the APAC region getting trounced by some very great teams, whereas they were in a NA, they would have beat Boston, they would have beat Houston. Um, <laughs> so yeah, hopefully, 
um, we'll get further developments of this later on as to kind of what teams want to be in what region. And yeah, hope you know what I'm just I just want to get season four started as soon as possible. Can I? I wish I had a time machine to go ahead of a few months. <laughs> Unfortunately, you do not have season four, but what we do have so far is a very exciting and quite spicy if I do say so myself off season um and it looks like we're going to be getting a lot more content in this off season just to uh to keep us entertained until season four rolls around yeah definitely so with blizzcon online this year 2021 I believe in February they're going to be running something called shock versus the world which as you can guess is going to be the San Francisco shock against I think a certain team that is either created, battled for, whatever, to play against the San Francisco Shock. And I think that will, in itself will be quite memorable. But Overwatch League themselves have also said that there's going to be plenty of tourneys, off-season content for us to enjoy until for us to uh, crave and digest uh, before the actual Season 4 begins. Yes, and um, for anybody who has been filling their time like I have uh, with Overwatch and Overwatch League-related content on YouTube, you're probably very, very familiar with Stylosa. Um, He's been a consultant to the London Spitfire in the past, um, and he's very well known for doing uh, a lot of Overwatch coaching on uh, on YouTube, like I said. Um, an amazing person in the Overwatch League community and he has recently uh, posted a video relating to his ongoing battle with Crohn's disease. Um, It's only a short video, I do recommend you go and watch it. It is a bit of a hard watch if you are a fan, Um, but yeah, all we can say is get well soon, Stylosa, and um, just thank you for everything that you do on the regular for the Overwatch community. Yeah, absolutely. Salosa, kind of one of those first people, I, I think, who helps you bring you into the Overwatch community. You start watching his videos, you're like, oh, this is a cool game, and then you get the game, and then you're addicted. Kind of, um, so, yeah, I think so many people know Salosa, and all we can say is, from hanging on, we wish you just the very best, and hope you get better soon. We do now. Move on to a very exciting segment, though. Yes, this this is something I think we wanted to do it last week, if I'm not mistaken, but then forgot. Yeah, we we do that, people. Um, we are just me and Squiddy are a set of chicken nuggets that cannot keep our head on straight, and that lovely duty falls to our producer Cam, who keeps us in line, and he has suggested um, a brand new segment that we're going to bring to you every week. We promise. Um, where you can get involved. And this segment, we are starting to get quite known for our spicy hot takes and our oh, yeah. uh, our profit-like minds. <laughs> and what we're going to do is we're going to try and predict something big, some big sign-in, um, or if it's in a period where trading isn't happening, some big news, just something big that's going to come out of the Overwatch League within the next week. Yeah, or more more accurately, about 30 minutes after we start record, stop recording this podcast, what's going to leak then? Yep. Um, <laughs> and my prediction this week is actually, I would say, one of the more sensible ones. 
uh, of the three that I have in front of me, which is Bedoshan to Washington. I like it. I like it a lot because I love Bedoshan. Yeah. And I think that he would round this new Washington off so and nicely. The, the previous um, synergy with Fury as well would definitely, uh, I think, give Washington a big boon going into season four. Yeah, and I think whenever you're released from a team, even if it's with good feelings, you're always going to have that little bit of a fire under your ass to like get back out there and really show that you made a mistake, like, I am worth my weight in gold kind of thing. And if anyone can do it, it's Bedoshan. And I'd love to see him do it alongside both Fury and Closer. Yeah, without like, a doubt. That'd be huge. So I can't fault you on this one. You are playing it a bit too safe for my liking, though. Yeah, uh, you, you've gone slightly spicier. Uh, do you want to say it? Yeah, sure. This this is quite tame for me, actually. <laughs> I did have Chengdu to win uh, win the season three grand finals so yeah this is quite tame for me but spicy nonetheless i have predicted that the new york xl after their complete destruction yeah um (laughs) they've they have really pissed fans off man i don't know if you've been uh, reading the twitter comments I i have been seeing it yeah that new york fans are not happy uh, one thing it does still have is one half of a god tier support line, and I would love to uh, to round that off with the Spitfire's former Sanguinar. Yeah, that would be that would be incredible. Jonak and Sanguinar, their hero pools work well together, and yeah, I mean the two flex supports as well, so that could be an issue at times. But Jonak's flexed a bit on the Anna last season, so maybe they can. Uh, expanding some more yeah they could expand in some more main supports maybe during the off season so it is a bit risky but i do feel like it did uh, oh it'd slap I, can't, I cannot wait to see it please do it new york yeah i think it, that's quite bankable if you went to the bank they give you a decent uh deposit uh different decent interest rate on your mortgage even whereas cam he goes in with this he gets like a 30 percent interest mortgage something ridiculous not only does he have sanguinar to new york He's also added Glister to the New York Excelsior. And, I mean, New York do need a DP, do need quite a lot of other players. New York so, needs pretty much everything right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think, as we said, it's 2020. Anything can happen. And, I mean, we'd, we'd love to see Glister and Sanguinar bounce back on their feet. Yeah, yeah, part of me wants to say that Cam's lost his mind. Um, that this pick is just absolutely batshit. But at the same time, I I would lose my mind if this happened. Like I I would buy a New York XL jersey if this happened. Wow. I mean, I wouldn't be I'm like hold, a diehard. You, you can hold me to that. I wouldn't be a diehard fan. My heart belongs to Spitfire, and then it belongs to Soul. But I'd I'd show them some love a bit more love than I show them now. Yeah, but yeah let us know what prediction you think of our three you think is either the most likely to happen or which ones you agree with the most as well in the comments below yeah as well as your own opinions as well like we've we've been quite similar so you don't have to take our word for it if you've got something spicier please throw it our way 
Yeah, please put it down in the comments below. And for that, thank you all so very much for listening to this week's episode of Hanging Out with Hanger 9. If you do want to get involved with us, all our Twitters are down below in the description. Yes, um, as well, you can follow the Hanger 9 Twitter at Hanger 9 or LDN underscore Hanger 9 on Instagram. Yeah, of course. And then also don't forget you can join our lovely Discord full of fantastic engineers it's always a nice place uh to hang out talk talk with fellow kind of overwatch enthusiast overwatch league enthusiasts as well everyone talk with a lot of people talk about the current news that's going in so please join the link the links in the description below please come along and join us Yep, and as well as having a good old natter for you, for us Brits in the Discord, we also host regular events. So this coming Saturday, we are hosting a Tracer 1v1. So if you want to see mine and Scuddy's uh, ugly mugs or hear our voices cast in this, come on over on Saturday and participate. Absolutely. For that, just join, as we said, join the Discord and head to the Tawny section for more information. But until next time, everyone, wash your hands, aces high, fangs out, and hang loose.